You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Happy Monday. Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here for Girls Talking Boys. Hello. Monday is Monday of all time. Um, it really is, though. I mean, I feel like especially after a holiday weekend where most people had Friday off, Saturday it felt like Sunday to me. And so Sunday felt super Sunday. And I'm just a blob this morning, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, the Sunday scaries are super real, so ugh. here we are. I, I don't know. I, I I love a good holiday weekend. Love a little extra time off, but I feel like the whole time I'm always like, oh yeah, I have to go back to work eventually. <laughs> well, I think about, it. and then I ruin it for myself. I have to say, I had a lovely weekend. Um, just Texas was pretty decent weather, despite the fact that we're spiking real hard in the COVID category. So therefore, most public parks and things were closed. And um, But despite all that, I feel like I found some socially distant things to pass my time. And I left more and more relaxed than I actually expected. Like I was so relaxed this weekend that I'm like, tired from being too well rested if that makes sense in the best way i can't relate on that regard but i did enjoy myself i got a little kiddie pool action uh <laughs> since i don't want to go to the pool with all the crazies in my apartment complex um got a little kiddie pool action going on ordered some burgers enjoyed the day i have to say i'm actually kind of bummed i missed that like normally i would be there with you and the kiddie pool. Do you still? Did you 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 bought it right? So we could still do that again. Yes. Okay. The good. Kiddie pool has been acquired for life. Also, I got the dogs at kiddie pool, so <laughs> they enjoyed that one very much. <laughs> they were disgusting, and my dog actually had the audacity to jump into mine too. What? Even though I kept telling her no. Young the second, Abo. <laughs> the second Dave got out of the pool, she jumped in, and I was like, "You know, I said no." She looked at me all defiantly, and I was like, yeah, your hair is everywhere. Jerk. <laughs> She's like, here's the thing, Mom. Um, no, not listening. <laughs> she, she knows that she can get away with just about everything, so she tries. Well, good thing I wasn't there because, again, Aunt Kelso is a big sucker for all things um, Abby. So I would have <laughs> probably been encouraging it, to be totally honest with you. Um, as we all know, like animals over everything in this household. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. Yeah, she would have she would have been so much worse. <laughs> she would have. Well, we hope you guys had a safe and socially distant holiday and 
was complete with wearing your masks. Um, I, like I mentioned, got a lot of rest in, and I caught up on some reading materials over on Blogging the Boys myself this past weekend. And Meg, I saw this really interesting article. I mean, obviously right now, we don't have a ton of news going on. Um, nope. <laughs> we are in the desert of news. We are in the desert of news. And obviously, you know, the deck DAC deadline is coming up next week. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that. If you guys missed our crossover um, last week with Broadcasting the Boys, we had a two-part series of the NFC East super teams that we built, which was really, really fun. So make sure you check back into the feed. Yeah, they were hilarious. They were hilarious. And I really think we did a pretty decent job of building a, a badass lineup. So, um, Although we did get some pushback that we didn't let Cheeto on the team. We did get some pushback on that. Which I, I don't mean, understand because I'm like, he has a lot of – like when he shows me he should be an all-star, then maybe. <laughs> but we're not there yet. Dang, man. I see the potential, but we're not there yet. And also, I'm really proud of us for bullying Ari into letting CD on the team. Like, <laughs> most guys, we were like, listen. He didn't stand a chance. No, no way. I was like, I was like, okay, I'll hear your argument, but ask me if I'm going to go forward and let you put him on the team or not put him on the team, if you will. <laughs> um, I mean, was, Scary Terry is good and all, but uh, CD. <laughs> I, I also tweeted <laughs> One thing I learned from that exercise is that my phonetic spelling of some of these players and their names, like obviously I've heard them before, is horrific at best. Like poor Terry, I think I spelled his name three different ways between my tweets about him and my two different notes about him in my notebook that I tweeted out from our exercise. So it's totally fine. It's totally fine. I'm just a journalism major. Like it's cool. It's totally cool. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Um, but speaking of journalism, let me bring it back for a minute. Uh, one RJ Ochoa had a nice piece of journalistic um, writing, if you will, <laughs> situational writing over on Blogging the Boys this past weekend. He had a fun exercise that I thought I'd bring to the table for us to discuss today, Meg. He wanted to know what sports team successes and non-successes most closely mirror the Dallas Cowboys in your opinion. So I actually wanted to take that a little bit more broad and just say what teams in your opinion most closely mirror the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think 
if you're interested, you're more than willing and uh, able to exercise your right to discuss like things beyond just sports teams that maybe could be related to the Cowboys within their own respective categories. I don't think I've personally gotten that far yet in my thought process, but um, I, I, I think for this exercise today, we'll just go teams. So let me break it down for you. Um, RJ, again, we all know the Cowboys are polarizing. It's not new news. If you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously a big Cowboys fan. And so you're well aware of what it takes to be a, a part of Cowboys nation. Um, obviously lots of glitz and glamor that surround them. And even though they haven't won a Super Bowl in a minute, they're consistently in the headlines, in the news, and also consistently in prime time. So whether or not they have been relevant in terms of the win column or their Super Bowl appearances, they have maintained the integrity of the brand and have been relevant ever since. So the three that RJ outlined that he felt like were pretty similar comparisons, and I want to get your thoughts on these, Meg, were Manchester United, the University of Texas, and the New York Knicks. Well, I can see, I guess, the Knicks thing on just the basis of them being frustrating. However, they've never actually really been good. <laughs> so, eh? Eh? Um, I can definitely see the Man U and the UT comparison. Um, I have a couple that I think are a little more closely mirrored to the, than those. But, I mean, since you're the new uh, Longhorn in the room, maybe you should take on UT. What's up? What's up? Um, so, yes, actually, uh, Texas fight, that is a thing that happened in my life this past week, which I'm super hype on, you guys. And for the record, yeah, I'm, I'm a big nerd, if you don't know this about me already. I obviously love my sports, but um, I love my school books as well. And so I am going back part-time to get my MBA, and I got some super cool news this past week that I actually got into the University of Texas Macomb School of Business, and I'm just so freaking beyond beside myself, so I'm super pumped. So you will be seeing some Texas Longhorns content on my feed. Um, now, which I'm super actually happy about, before I was kind of a bandwagoner. Like, I, Meg, you can attest. Like, I've been a UT fan for a minute. It's been one of my many teams. And now I can <laughs> – One of the many. <laughs> now I can officially, officially claim them. So I'm hype. But um, – I love this for you. I do too. But just so you guys know, it's only part-time. I'm going to be in Dallas still. I'm going to still keep my 9-to-5 job. I'm going to still keep this job. So – Y'all ain't getting rid of me. Don't worry. But I do, unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, feel like they make a great comparison for the Cowboys. I don't know what it is about these types of teams that I, um, I am drawn to, but apparently I am. So, yeah, I, I could totally see the Texas Longhorns. I think they make a lot of sense. I think they're consistently, you know, back in the day when obviously the SEC has always been great with football, but I feel like the Big 12 used to be – more respected and UT was a big part of that. And, you know, obviously with the Mac Brown era, I mean, DKR, like it's just, it's just this kind of when I think dynasty teams across the board, Texas comes to mind. And I actually was, when I was starting to do this exercise, 
I was thinking dynasty teams, even despite the fact of like, if they've been losing recently or just, or winning across the board. And if I had to come up with like a list of dynasty teams, not necessarily comparison, comparing them to um, the Cowboys, I would definitely say Yankees, Lakers, Cowboys, Texas. I think I, I'd go Alabama and Man U. And I don't feel like I, I would say I'm not as well versed in the NHL. I think my, um, after doing some research, I have an opinion, but off the, off the cusp, I was going to go Maple Leaves because that was just kind of like the team that you all, I always thought about when I thought about NHL. So those are kind of the teams that I was like, yes. When I think of like just the first team that comes to mind, like dynasty or like in, in said category, those kind of are the teams for me. Um, and then I started to dive deeper and I was like, yeah, like unfortunately <laughs> Texas, Texas has, has had a rough go at it. Like they haven't won since 2005. Um, you know, we were just chatting about it, but 2010 was the last time they made an appearance and the whole narrative of Texas is back has been something that we've seen in recent years. You know, you, you, you saw Mac Brown retirement and then he made his way over to ESPN. And obviously in 2010, you know, with Colt McCoy and that injury, uh, it, it not only impacted the team. A lot of people say that that was kind of the moment where Texas just stopped being the football program that they used to always be. And we know it impacted potentially his draft stock, despite the fact that he's still in the league now. So I guess, you know, things are still working out for him as a backup. I'm, I'm sure it's not a terrible job to be a backup, although knowing him and what I've heard. That's about the job him, I would want. Yeah. I no, don't want to really be on the field, but I do want to make millions of dollars. So I, I bet if we looked it up, he's had a pretty healthy career. Like he's still a backup. He's beat us a few times. Yeah. Unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, I would say that. Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. Tisk tisk. I'm sure he wants to be a starter though. You know, just knowing like the kind of competitor that he is and like he, that he always has seemed to be like, I'm sure he doesn't love the fact that he's been a backup, but I'm sure at this point in his career, he's like, yeah, this is like what I'm doing. And I'm kind of cool with it. Like going like full, not full Kyle Orton because Kyle Orton was a starter, but you know, <laughs> settling into that role, if you will. Um, I mean, you could draw the comparison of Colt McCoy and Tony Romo. Could you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like I was like, what do you mean? Like, Denver won the game, big game, but like broke your collarbone. Stands to reason. Ooh, that's an interesting thought, Mego. I mean, maybe like you know, in like a, in like a speed game. here. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good riff. I'll 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 engage with that. But I mean, yeah, like they haven't like they haven't been really relevant since they've gone through coach. Um, you know, Charlie Strong, that he was going to be the answer, you know, and then obviously he wasn't. And, and, you know, it's just, it's kind of, you've seen flashes where they performed, but they just haven't made it back to their former state of They did declare that they were back and then followed that up with a pretty lackluster season. (laughs) It was a little early, but you know, you got to witness it. I mean, I was there, but you were actually at the game. You got to witness it in person uh, against LSU last Yeah, the week. hype was real that entire day for <laughs> all the little Longhorns fans. I was really expecting it to be a way better game than it was, and it was depressing. <laughs> Look, the LSU Tigers were not to be messed with last year. So, yeah, it was, it was a valiant effort. It was um, a valiant effort. 
<laughs> it really was. Yeah. So all in all, I guess it goes to say, like, I definitely think UT makes a lot of sense. I, you know, they haven't been, quote, good for a minute or at least how they used to be. And yet they still maintain relevancy. You know, they have their own freaking network, for goodness sake. You know, like they, these, these people, they're still out here printing money, even though they're not actually performing to the capabilities that their fan base would hope them to do. And I, I just think it's very Cowboys-esque, if you will, as much as I hate it's to say. It's extremely cow- Cowboys-esque. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're like all the fanfare and the name recognition, brand recognition, um, the loyal fan base that gets disappointed year after year. Yeah. That sounds right. Wow. I'm upsetting myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it, it me, it me. <laughs> it hurts, but it's true. Um, so I know we talked about the Knicks and like you're kind of like, eh, whatever. I guess like I wasn't really around for that myself. But like, what about the Lakers? Like, could you say the like- Lakers is one that I did think about too. Um Yeah. I mean, and they did kind of have, if you think about like the triplets dynamic, you could draw a comparison to Kobe and Shaq and the gang um, from back when they were killing it. Uh, God, what year was that? Like 2006? I don't know, man. You have a better memory than me. I'm like – I Yeah, I it might be failing me at this moment, but <laughs> – Yeah, I was like, back in the day is the best I got. Like, I got to go straight nebulous. Like, I, you can't hold me to concrete dates because I'll mess it up, guaranteed. It's, it's I mean, nine and ten when they won like their last like championships back to back. It was like the two thousands, like two thousand. Yeah, I don't know why I said two thousand six because I I remember watching their last title and I was definitely in college and well, definitely not in college. Like six, like turned upside down is nine. So you were just you're fine. You know, there is a Drake song about that. Is there? Yeah, I turned the six upside down. It's a nine now. <laughs> Someone marry her. I know I sound exactly like him. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, I in recent years, fans have been like they're like talking about like boycotting and they're out like outside like Staples Center like protesting like their team. And it's wild, man. Like I've never again, when you think dynasty, you're like this is it. And then, you know, ownership like Genie Bus like and then you've got You've got like they bring in like a GM like Magic Johnson and well you know we're kind of seeing like how that went but <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's not there right now <laughs> yeah and you have all these star players and like it's still a team like despite the fact that they haven't been the same team that they were in in, in previous years granted they've been relevant and very successful like championship level successful more recently than the Cowboys have but. I would definitely say the Lakers make a lot of sense in that regard because even though they haven't been, quote, like as relevant, as relevant, it's still like a place to be. Like you've got like, you've got like Anthony Davis, like, you know, then you've got like LeBron, like there's like, there's buzz that's consistently created around this team. And honestly, I think they were a favorite to win this year if this year had gone according to plan. RIP. Because yeah, well, and I just want this is an unrelated tidbit, but um, <laughs> their last championship was 2010, and then they got swept 
by the Dallas Mavericks in 2011 when the Mavericks went on to win the NBA championship. Unrelated, I just wanted to make that clear. Um, just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. But yeah, no, Los Angeles was a, definitely a good comparison to the Cowboys. I think every time I'm thinking, like, thinking through leagues and trying to come up with a team that kind of like mirrors us a little bit, um, you have to pick one with clout. And who has more clout than the Los Angeles Lakers? None. I agree. All right, give me one off your list. Well, um, I said this, what, last week? I forget. But uh, Liverpool. Mm. So they were – they used to have the most titles. Granted, this was many moons ago. But um, they just kind of fell off, and their last title was in 1990. Um, And then I told you – Our year of birth. Yes, and then I told you that means that we're going to win this year too because we're the same. Wait, so. I love that. Repe- can you please repeat for the lovely people out there the logic that you came up with? Because I just Dallas Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, because Liverpool won. So, so when Liverpool wins, I, I was drawing that comparison when when they did win the title, just um, because they were so storied for so long, and then they just had the, the longest drought. They had. Not the longest drought. There are others who have, like the Boston Red Sox and the Cubs that have had much longer droughts. Um, but it has been a long, long time since they have won a title, and uh, they won one this year. So I'm just – I'm going to ride that train. So it's happening is, is what you're Storied saying. Storied program, brain recognition, boom. It has it all. Um, We're in a drought right now. Can I – Let's end it. Can I trigger you? <laughs> <laughs> So, if you guys don't know, I have a lot of teams, but Meg is like Meg has you have a you have a decent amount of teams, but like you like you pick a team and you'll just like stand it so hard. And this is, but she's always first are you going to see foremost. the Dodgers? <laughs> <laughs> you are going to say the Dodgers. I mean, maybe I am. I oh. I I might be saying the Dodgers right now, Meg. I think the Honestly- Dodgers are a good example of this. So I, the reason I jumped on the Dodgers train, and I think I've mentioned this already, is that a dear friend of mine, Rowan, works for the team. He's been there. Some for, of you might know Rowan. Rowan Kavner from three years. Yeah, he worked at Cowboys. He was. Yeah, then he was Clippers, and then um, I think he's been at the Dodgers for three years. And there's uh, like, how many years have they gone to the World Series? So, I mean, I'm just saying there's a correlation between Rowan and the Dodgers going to the World Series and then losing. So, I don't know. We have to fix the last part. So, Anyways. are you saying he's bad luck? I don't know. I think he might be good luck because they keep getting there and then the Astros cheat and then it really kind of ruins, ruins things for everyone else. But uh, you're like, yeah, that's why I am a Dodgers fan at this point. Obviously, Rangers first forever and ever. Um, but it's been fun to watch them. And, of course, like, when you have a – when you want to have fun during the postseason, you just pick a or pick a team. So, yeah, that's why she's triggering me right now. So – Because I watched them lose twice. West Division like I lost. We lost twice as the Rangers, so. You're even a serious enough that you have a hat. Like, you are – you stand. Well, I get a hat for every ballpark I go to, but yes. Yes. So the Dodgers are like 
kind of like your second team. Oops. They are my second team. Yo, someone just tried to call me on Instagram. That's weird. I don't know Ew. what that was. How does that happen? It's probably a mistake. I've I've done that to I didn't know that was a thing. And anyway. I like that's that moment when you notice you're doing it, you're like, oh crap. Ah! It's like when you try and like Snapchat video call someone, you're like, no, Snapchats are not for live videoing. Like that's what no. FaceTime and actual phone calls are. Like, don't call me or video me in another app. Like, I don't know what that is. Don't call me. Actually, funny story. Some dude actually tried to do that to me. Like, I blocked him. You know who I'm talking about. He he who should not be named. And um, he was being a, a big L on my birthday. And so I was like, I'm done with you. Like, goodbye forever. And then he's like, get slides, slides into my DMs on Instagram, tries to call me, video call me or something, or phone call me on Instagram DMs. I'm like, bro, this is a lot. Like, we just probably I mean, shouldn't. At least he didn't email you. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That was my favorite. <laughs> Good times. We'll start a dating podcast next. <laughs> no one wants to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's, a sad, it's a sad tale. But yeah, no. West Division titles, they've got 18, thir- 2013 through 19, like literally. And they should have yep. won the whole thing in 17. So like, I think, I think if you want to talk about teams where you're like, they could have won, they should have won, like, how many times have you and I had this conversation about Cowboys in the postseason? We're like, that could have been the team. Or like, if only like Des had, they had given, they had given him the catch. Like, could you imagine where we would have made it? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like that feels like a very similar comparison to me. Yeah. Um, it was very frustrating to watch them in uh, the final game when they, I, I feel like it was pretty apparent that Darvish was, like, struggling so hard against the Astros. I was just like, who is – who's the manager here? Like, can I talk – I'm going to Karen this right now. Like, can I talk to the manager? <laughs> why are you – like, why is he the starting pitcher? It didn't make any sense. Let Kershaw do it. This is his team. Oh, man. Heartbreaking. Trigger. As someone who was a fan of them for, like, a year. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine – how it would be if it was the Cowboys. Um, let me throw another one out there for you that I feel like when I think like old school dynasties, and I just feel like no one's talked about this one and maybe maybe I'm far off or whatever. How about UCLA basketball? Ah. Like this is one – when you talk about the rules, like when you just talk about OG, OG basketball schools, you go, you're like Kansas, Duke, UCLA. Like, you know, if I'm going to talk like dynasty, like programs, like John Wooden freaking coached UCLA. And to me, I couldn't not incorporate this team in the conversation. The last time they've won an NCAA tournament is in 1995. Although they've consistently like made Sweet 16 – you know, in, in recent years, let's see. Yeah, I mean, they're always in the tournament. They're pretty much for the most part. Sometimes they miss. But the last time they made it, the closest they made it was the runner-up uh, in 2006. That, that's been some time. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is a pretty good comparison. You, it's just, it's a big, it's a big brand with a lot of clout. They're still consistently – I mean, granted, they just lost a five-star recruit to uh, – I mean, I think they were going to – they thought they'd go to UCLA, but he went to Howard, which I think is super badass. But um, 
you know, uh, to me, like they've, they've been a program that's always at least been a part of the conversation. They've obviously, you know, successfully won and they've just, they're, you can't not talk about them when you talk about college basketball for many reasons, but yet they haven't won the dang thing in a hot minute. All valid points. Um, I'm going to say something that's going to trigger you. Um, dude, someone, I someone said something and I think you should respond to it. I'm, I'm ready. So go ahead and go ahead and read. Someone the uh, threw KU basketball into the mix. Yeah. Now Miller, I'm not saying I agree with that, but I'm just letting you know. What was okay. said? Miller 1109. I have a bone to pick. With. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you for several reasons. First of all, you said that, and I actually agree with you on some of these. You, you, you talked about Atlanta Braves and Notre Dame, which I, I will have a conversation about that in a minute. But I was, I just feel like you're personally attacking me for a second. I was born in Atlanta, and I have a lot of family that's Notre Dame fans and grads. And see, this is how she has so many teams in her back pocket. So many teams. This is how it goes. I'm like, well, you know, my dad's cousin went to Notre Dame, and I'm Irish. <laughs> and so, like, if I'm Irish, I like clovers and leprechauns, and so, like, therefore, I don't. I'm want- as Irish as they come, and I do not like that team. Well, I actually do have family that. Uh, we're professors there, and so that's why I I don't cheer for them really, though. <laughs> like you're right. This is why I have a lot. It's of like people. you're really doing some mental d- gymnastics to be a fan of this team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Zach Martin. Listen to my story. Um. Anyways, KU basketball. You would appreciate it. Stop it. I cannot handle that reference. First of all, I I don't even have the stats, but how many times has KU? And I know everyone's going to say it's rigged, but like been, been consistently ranked in the top five, like going into the tournament. How many times have they gone into the tournament? It's literally, if I'm, if you want to pull up their little Wikipedia page, it's like, all right, NCAA tournament, tournament appearances. It's like, all right, uh, every year, every year. Granted, I don't really want to talk about what happens, um, you know, in the final four. Cause I, yeah, that'll trigger me. It's been a rough go for a minute. Um, ever since my senior year in high school, which is fine. Cause I'm super young. And that was like last year, but, um, stop it. I will not accept <laughs> that as, as fact, because I don't know. The more you talk about it, the more I can see it. Yeah, I know. Now I'm like, damn, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just made an argument for this with like UCLA and I'm like, but no, like, but yeah. Cause I was like, after listening to your UCLA commentary, <laughs> you're drawing a lot of parallels over here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, fun fact for you guys. I think Maybe I you need to apologize to Miller 1109. I will not. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. Miller. We're not, I'm upset. Like don't, don't talk bad on my Jayhawkies. Um, so fun fact, I think I've said this on the show before, but, I grew up in Kansas and um, I went to school there my freshman year. And my dad actually works for uh, David Booth, the guy that owns the rules of basketball. So I watched this 30 for 30 a couple of years ago and I can't remember what it's called, but um, basically it's where they did the whole negotiations on like trying when the rules of basketball went up to uh, up for sale. And like, it was between a KU grad and a Duke grad on who was going to win and like, outbid each other and of course of course Kansas won 
But uh, yeah, so that was kind of fun fact. Like it was actually filmed in my dad's office. So small world. Thought that was kind of funny. Um, humble but, brag. Yeah, humble brag. I didn't buy them. Doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that I'm related to was in the building when that happened. So like, therefore, totally. I mean, that's pretty cool. The conversation, 100%, um, which means that Kansas is still relevant. So chill out, Miller. Um, yeah. Chuck. So moving on, because that's not, we're not going to accept that one as fact. I do <laughs> want to talk about the Atlanta Braves, though, because I think this is a pretty darn good example. If I had to, like, you know, we talked about the Dodgers. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. But the Braves of the 90s were kind of, like, it. Like, they were just, again, very much, like, dynasty team of that decade, if you will. You've got the Cowboys. One. Well, listen, they were just good. They were really they good. They were good. They were freaking good. Well, up until 95, they were referred to as the Buffalo Bills of uh, MLB, of baseball. So maybe I can't go as far. Because they kept losing in, the, in clutch moments. Well. Not to the Cowboys, but. So <laughs> Dynasty's a bit aggressive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll accept that. But I well, think- I will say, but Ted Turner did refer to them as America's team once. So did he now? Go. He did. Um, and like Chipper Jones is very like was very uh, Troy Aikman esque, but like not as nice <laughs> and not as wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> not as wholesome. Love that. <laughs> it's like. Let me be very clear when I say, like, when I draw comparisons to Troy Aikman and Chipper Jones, like, it's it's a very oh loose comparison. <laughs> it's more Can like you hear my dog drinking water. No. Oh, it is so loud. I'm sorry. If anyone oh, else can hear yes. it. <laughs> no, wait. Yeah, you can you can hear it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Abby. <laughs> she doesn't bark, but she'll. Uh, Put down a whole bowl in the middle of recording. <laughs> in, inhale her, her fluids. Um, okay, so Braves. A couple other ones that I had. Um, I liked Notre Dame. I thought that was a good one. Um, what about the – here's the one that I want to get your thoughts on. Um, there's a post by post by um, Ice My Kicker is the username he went by. And he said, what about the Raiders? And here's why. He said two Maverick, one living, one deceased owners, uh, both way involved, or he said two involved. One is, quote, America's team. The other is, quote, committed to excellence. Neither has been – dang, this is aggressive. Neither has been relevant for decades. Okay, ice. Ow. Yeah. Both have head coaches trying to redeem themselves with ties to the, quote, West Coast system. Both teams have huge fan bases. <laughs> this is the best one. Here we go. Both soon to have average overpaid quarterbacks. <laughs> I completely disagree with that point. But I don't know who peed in your Cheerios this morning, Ice, my kicker. <laughs> but, like, relax. <laughs> like, do less. <laughs> Jack hating Cowboys fans are just not my people. <laughs> um. I think it's a pretty good one, honestly. Al Davis, like, yeah. like I think the I think across the board, this one makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I do love the comparison between the owners. I think that's great. I don't think that um, Dax 
an average overpaid quarterback. I think that that's just showing that you don't know anything about the market and how quarterbacks are paid, but like, that's just me. And would you like some ice with that burn, sir? Yep. Um, I do agree. They have huge fan bases. I think that, you know, I, I will be, I would argue that the Cowboys fan base travels better than theirs does. Yes. They do have their fans that are very loyal to them are absolutely insane. Terrifying. Best way. Terrifying. Um, but, but yeah, I just feel like if you're talking about fans like coming out in droves and like always getting a primetime spot because of how many people follow the team. Yeah. That's where I'm going to you missed something there, but I like where your head was at for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was good. Um, yeah. I think their fans are terrifying. I do think it'll be interesting to see what will happen when they actually open up the stadium in Vegas. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Cause that was sad for me. I was genuinely sad. What was it called? Like the black hole or whatever. Um, their stadium. I've been to the black hole, but not while it was the black hole. I went to an A's game, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Same thing, uh, right? Like, you, you're you never going to – like, that to me, the fact that they are playing on that jank field that was actually a baseball diamond, and they're just – they're crazy fans. Like, I just don't know how you can truly recreate that ambiance and, like, if this, like, super baller, nice, polished stadium is, like, really the cultural fit for what the Raiders have always been. And I'm not saying they don't deserve it by any means. Super good point. But it just feels like not on brand. And on brand. I kind of like I'm I'm not sure that I'm I'm down with that as much as I love watching them play on a freaking baseball diamond. I'm like, what is yeah, going on? I just really hope that um their fan base doesn't evolve into guys wearing like the fancy black polos and uh, khaki pants how does that that would be so depressing as long as they don't do that as long as they promise not to do that then we'll allow it because <laughs> I, I have that kind of <laughs> i have another one for you which is really funny because i googled unc basketball um just to bounce around again to other like other you know leagues and yeah. the first top topic of discussion when I Google UNC basketball is what's wrong with the Tar Heels? <laughs> uh, this sounds like the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> like, Roy Williams in North Carolina have struggled immensely in the 2019-2020 season. They've gone two and seven over their last nine games, which includes a loss to, oh no, in four straight defeats in ACC play. Yeah, that feels like last year's team. Last year's Cowboys. Yeah. May, um, yeah, maybe not like – you can draw – I feel like we could do this all day. I know. I'm, I, can, I can take a stat and turn it into fact, into like whatever argument I want it to be real quick. Like I can even probably – I could probably make a pretty decent argument for Duke. Not that they're bad, but like, you know – I feel like they've underperformed, especially like when they didn't even like make tournament. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, I'm shook. I'm not even a Duke fan, but like when stuff like that happens, I'm like beside myself. Like it doesn't feel right. It feels wrong, honestly. But like if Kentucky or Louisville wants to lose, like goodbye. I don't care. 
But when like Duke and UNC are underperforming, it genuinely kind of bothers me. I mean, that makes sense. But I mean, okay, so we could go on all day and make a million comparisons, but really we're just trying to reach out to other fan bases and be like, so you feel my pain, right? <laughs> so, so you understand my struggle. You understand my sports tears. So um, it is kind of funny, the struggle of and the plight of being a Cowboys fan. Again, as I mentioned, I'm a little bit newer to this fandom, much newer than you are, seeing that you, as you've grown up here. But I, you know, obviously tweet about the team a lot. And someone tweeted at me <laughs> a couple months ago. was like, you realize, like, how much the rest of the world, like, actually hates the Cowboys, right? And I'm like, I'm like, why are you in my timeline right now? Why are you in my mentions? Like, why, again, for someone, like, for a team that hasn't been, quote, like, relevant to the, to the point that they used to be, it still bothers a lot of people, like, how relevant the Cowboys still are, if you will. People are so big about them all the time. But, I mean, we have a loyal fan base, and we're going to get, I wouldn't say preferential treatment, but that draws crowds to televisions and to stadiums. So, yeah, you're going to see a lot of us because our fans are the best. So, sorry. Gerald McCoy came in and he was like, this is the most primetime games that I've ever played in. I've been in the league for like X amount of years. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to it, baby. America's team. God has to watch. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. Uh, One more I'll throw out there. Do you have any other ones on your list before um, we, uh, we kind of open it up to the, to the masses to tear apart our, um, our lists and add to their own. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Okay. So I feel like we've covered the ones that I, I that came to my mind, but you may wow me with one last one. Well, I think the Yankees are a good one, a decent one to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. I would put them up you know, there. I thought we talked about them already, so. Well, I didn't do a great job of, like, organizing, like, the leagues in which we talked about the teams. Like, I kind of just, like, bounced around because, you know, I'm ADHD, and so um, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and it's And it's – just, uh, you know, kind of where we're at. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked – I think the Yankees are a good one. Um, you know – Yeah, I, talk about brand recognition and, like, fans that follow you everywhere. Yeah, I think that they make a lot of sense. They also are business partners with the Cowboys, so they're tied to the team more than people maybe, maybe realize. Um, they are half owners of Legends, which the Cowboys also own half of Legends, or at least that was the initial deal is half and half. So um, – Fun fact of the day for you guys. I think Yankees make a lot of sense. Um, one that I didn't know again because just I just I never I wasn't really a hockey fan growing up, and so I'm going to take everyone else's word for it. Um, is by um, realist Larry posted on the forum, and he said the Canadians, the Montreal Canadians, uh, come straight to mind. He said once they were the defining franchise of hockey, basically the Yankees of hockey, if you will, multiple champions and always a contender. Stanley Cups galore throughout the 50s, 60s, and into the 70s and 80s. And then he's like, wait for it. Their last Stanley Cup was in the 1992-1993 season, almost exactly the same time as the Cowboys' last championship. Since then, they've won their division some only four times and have, in bold, never even made it back to the conference championship game. 
yet their early history is such that they still dominate NHL history. Dot, dot, dot. Sound familiar? Dang, Larry. That does sound familiar. I hate how familiar that sounds. It's changing this year. I feel like that's a really, really good example. If, again, I am not well-versed in their history, but I did – Double check. I'm only well versed in the Dallas Stars, so I feel you on that. <laughs> Dallas Stars. Stars. Um, yeah, we love them. No, that that's a great little history lesson for those of us who aren't uh, entrenched in the NHL. Yeah. So, fun fact of the day. Thought that was good. Thought that was. So hopefully, good. they win this year too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we want to hear what you guys think. Who you would go ahead and equate to? I think this is a two-parter. A, just the dynasty teams that you, whenever you think of as the powerhouse teams, whether, I mean, I guess dynasty is a better way of putting it instead of powerhouse because powerhouse insinuates that you're winning. <laughs> um, but these mega teams and brands, when you, when you speak of like leagues, like the first to come to mind, that's one part of it. And then the second part would be which of those, in your opinion, or a team that mirrors the Cowboys timeline, if you will, where, you know, or whether it's through ownership, whether it's through individual players, whether it's through their performance, then versus now, we want to hear where your head's at in this conversation, as I think it's fascinating. And I only want to hear your answers as long as it doesn't include Kansas. So everything else is on the table, but KU's off limits. The end. (laughs) Yeah, don't hurt her feelings on a Monday. (laughs) But if Megan's logic is anything, which I personally – put a lot of stock into it because <laughs> Liverpool won and they haven't won since 1990, our birth year, which I also think adds value to the equation. Then of course it's only right that the Dallas Cowboys win this year as well. The Dallas so- Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> um, well, this is fun. As I said, Give us a shout on Twitter. Let us know your thoughts, where you stand on all of the above. We want to hear your best hypotheticals. Get into a Twitter argument. It's fun. We've got nothing better to do. Why not? But if you want to find us on Twitter, I am at Kelsey underscore Charles. And Megan? At Meg Murray with four R's. If you miss us until Friday when our next podcast drops, you can find us on the blog and the boys feed make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast whether that's spotify apple itunes stitcher you name it rate review subscribe it really does help us out we've got daily content coming out for you guys as well so um i know you love us we love us too we love you guys but we've got some other great content under the blog and the boys feed too so make sure you're checking out those shows as well but until next time and always never forget Dallas forever, Philly for never. Bye, guys.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.